0: Welcome to Fork Podcast. I'm Sean Chris Lewis, your host, and today I'm flying solo by myself. I think it's time that I really share with you exactly what I'm trying to do with Fork Podcast. What is it all about, really, and what's the underlying theme, if you haven't figured it out? If you know me and you've spoken to me, you certainly know what it is because that's what I talk about all the time. It's really about developing yourself on the path of life, right? Forks in the road are inevitable. We're always going to hit forks in the road. There's always going to be problems. Life is not easy. Life is full of problems. And I mean, does this sound negative? I don't know if it sounds negative. I don't think it's negative. I think recognizing what life is, is all first and foremost the most important thing. Understanding that we're, we're on this ship, man, and it, it's a rough ride. And that rough ride can really knock us around if we do not develop ourselves on the path of our life. I think after all the months now of listening to people's stories and their journey of overcoming turbulence in their life uh, on the pathway and hitting these forks in the road, there's always been this underlying theme that you can hear from people, which is there's some types of elements that are present in the people's lives that help them to overcome the challenges that are put down in front of them. I think we got to talk a little bit about those. Really developing key features of ourselves is critical if we're to make this rough ride a little less rough and hell, maybe even enjoyable. And life is awesome. Life is a great experience but not for everybody. There are people who are really suffering in life. And I want to help those people. You know, not everybody's having an easy go of life. And my mission was really to create some content that would help people when they find themselves in these dilemmas and these problematic patches of life. Some content that they could turn to and hopefully find a shared story with somebody so that they could see that they weren't alone and that somebody who was in a similar situation to them had emerged and in fact even emerged better. I don't want to sit here and say that The best way to learn is by problems and mistakes and failure. I think that it's one way to learn. I think we do learn a lot through mistakes or failures. I think it's great to learn from just learning as well. You know, learn from successes feels great. Let's just talk about what do we do when we're down and beaten and feeling like, you know, what am I going to do? And those, sometimes we can be in those situations and they can be dire. They can be life threatening for some people. So, I want to really talk a little bit about developing a character that can really sort of fortify ourselves a little bit against some of the stuff that we have to, that we encounter in our lives. What would that be? Listen, we all need somebody in our lives, right? We all need somebody who can mentor us and help us. If you find yourself alone, that's pretty tough. Loneliness is just, it it will destroy us psychologically. You know, sometimes we don't even need advice. We just want to know that somebody's aware that we're suffering and they're there to give us some support. So having somebody present, I think, is really important. Also, some type of physical fitness. I think that you don't have to have money to join a gym, to do exercise, to get yourself fit. You can go for runs and exercise in the park. And if you live in a place where you have harsh winters, you know, we have gyms nowadays that are like $10 a month. I think we all have 10 bucks a month if it Something that we're serious about and we really want to invest in and get ourselves healthy I think we can all find ten bucks, but time right some people don't have time and I know everybody judges not everybody I know people judge and say if it's a priority you're gonna find time, but don't forget that people who are You know people who are one lonely why are you lonely you don't necessarily have family and you don't necessarily have friends and you probably don't have resources either that can create a scarcity for time for them and also when people are in problems they get tunnel vision in their problems they it's called tunneling they actually get into this tunnel where all they see is the problems and the stresses of the situation that they're in. And they can't really, they can't shake it. They can't fit something else into that tunnel with them. And the key is to find a way to help somebody to get some healthier lifestyle choices in that tunnel where they can see it happening within the context of all the problems that are going on around them now how you're going to do that is we have to figure out a way that somebody who's having a significant amount of life problems how do we help them especially if they don't have resources especially if they don't have, like I said have family and friends people to help them how do we help them to find a way out it's tricky. It's tricky. And I, I, I really will say it again. Judging somebody in that situation, it's, it's not fair. And I, I think it's, it's pretty cruel, actually. And um, nobody wants to feel out of shape, sad, down, and in some cases wanting to take their lives. Helping our fellow citizens to get out of that is, is a huge priority. And I think it'll change society significantly if we start to become more empathetic about these types of problems. So you need to have the presence of somebody. Again, if I'm talking to somebody who's got nobody, it can be through a book. It could be through, you know, just finding your favorite speaker on YouTube. If you don't have a computer and you don't have a phone, you got to get a book, you got to get. Get out there and find some material that'll just help to shake the tree a little bit and help you to see things just a little bit differently. Just a slightly different angle is all it takes. I've heard that, you know, it's just this little two millimeter switch in direction will change the trajectory of something significantly. So just Shifting things a little bit is all you need. It's, I don't think it's, it's huge. And I think if we can just find a way to get that little shift, that'll get us on a better path. And then obviously with patience and time, things don't change fast. It takes time. It takes time to implement change. It takes time to, to listen, here's a perfect example I've worked many times with people for weight loss. I'm just going to talk about weight loss, weight gain, muscle gain. That's a whole different thing. Let's talk about weight loss. I've worked with people where I've seen them lose 50, 60, 70 pounds only to go back after a period of time and put it back on. Usually this happens when the person departs from the uh, community that helps them, whether that be with their trainer or with a gym where they've gone to, where people know them by name and they know their journey and their successes. And often it's when people depart, they put the weight back on. And why? And people say, well, why, do, why would anyone do that? Because the habit wasn't ingrained enough yet. It takes time. You can lose 50 pounds in three months. But if you think you're going to change your paradigm, your thinking all in three months, that's dangerous thinking, man. Whatever you did to lose the pounds, you need to stay in it and don't think, oh, I got this licked. I got this problem fixed now. I can go off on my own and take care of this. Three months is just not enough To really get the habit. I know they say 21 days to create a new habit. I don't buy it, man. I really don't. I think creating a new habit takes a lot of time. More than a year. Where it really becomes a part of your lifestyle and who you are. I say a year and in my head I'm still like, no, it's more like two or three years maybe. It takes a long time to become who we are. And it takes a damn long time to change who we are. And that really, we really need to be mindful of that. So we got presence of people. If we don't know somebody, we got to get some literature in front of us, read, find something that motivates you and keeps you fired up when you, and in the, in the process of you getting a bit more fired up, you're going to find people. You're going to find people in that new mindset that you're trying to build. So that's important. You got the people, and you got the exercise. Exercise is critical. It is something that we must, must do. So, food. I'd like to cover food, but food is really that's a tough one for people who are trying to uh, make changes in their lives, especially if they uh, live in scarcity. Food is expensive, and good food is very expensive. And again, I know people will say, if it's your priority, you'll find the money. That is not true. There is, food is expensive and it can be, unaffo- good food, excuse me, can be very unaffordable for a lot of people. And especially if you're camped out and living in an, a neighborhood that's just surrounded by junk food, right? We know that. We've seen that in, in plenty of studies where certain areas where people have, you know, of, to say, affluence, less affluence, you know, people who are poor tend to be surrounded by fast food and garbage. So it's really the, the life sort of is weighed against them in their succeeding. They're certainly not set up for success. So food i would say if you can at least get out and start exercising and taking better care of that because that's that could be free running and you know and hopefully finding the time to do it um some like i said some exercise in the park or whatever again ten dollar gyms or damn it you got your basement or you got your room in your house or if you live in a single room dwelling man just hit the push-ups you know Hit the squats, do the sit ups, put on motivational music, man. If you got to put Rocky on, put on the Rocky soundtrack. Whatever you got to do to get fired up and motivated, it is key. And that's where it starts, man, by you just making that little shift, getting motivated somehow. You know, again, if you don't know people, read that book, find the paragraph, find those words that get you cranked read them over and over again, think about them, burn them into your brain, and then throw yourself down, man, and do push-ups and sit-ups as many as you can. And then just try and change the conversations that you have with people around you. Critical, man. Try and change the conversations but i don't say to start lying i think as soon as we ad- acknowledge life is hard i know we live in a time where we talk about positivity is key but i think to be positive first we got to recognize what we're dealing with what is the situation the situation is it's tough Life is hard, and it will kick you around if you don't take care of the things that make you stronger and more efficient. I think that is super important. And calling it what it is doesn't make you negative. Calling it what it is makes you brave because you're not, you're not painting rainbows and unicorns over the reality out there. And worse of all, if your life is great, Don't go around telling people who are poor and tunneled into problems that they're being negative and life is easy. Don't ever do that because not everybody's life is easy and many, many, many people have a very hard life. And it's up to us to improve our lives as best we can First and foremost, improve ourselves, make ourselves the best self we can. Then we can go out and really start to help other people to find their solutions. So we start with ourselves on our journey. We start with ourselves all the time, get ourselves to be the best we can, and then we can bring our best foot forward to other people and help them to succeed. So guys, I want to wish you an awesome day. I'm Sean Chris Lewis. This was Fork Podcast, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great day, guys.